parents? Welcome back to another uh, episode of our podcast here where we, uh, we kind of get together, uh, we, uh, we hang out, we vent, uh, we share stories, and we try to help each other get through this these very, very trying times, right? I'm Matt. You're I'm Jen. Jen. Odell Beckham scored for me. Our fantasy football season is in full gear if you're into the uh, sports ball. <laughs> Sorry to see us going head to head against the Battle of Ohio tonight. Oh. So it's not gonna be a tough matchup. Uh, but uh, how are you doing? I'm fine. It's been a little bit since we've uh, done the podcast here, but uh, it has. Uh, the kids are back in school for yes. us. Yes. Yes. And we're very much spoiled by that scenario. But uh, we're going to introduce our guests here, and then we're going to get the conversation rolling. Hopefully, let's bring in uh, first. Let's get to, let's just get the cousins in here. Uh, cousin Chris. Uh, cousin hey. of Elena in Buffalo. What's up, guys? Hey. Doing well, doing well. So yeah. much. Happy Sorry. to be here. Glad to be back. Happy Total. to have you. Total <laughs> Wonderful. And back again. It's been way too long. Uh, we're going to find out what new projects he's been up to. Uh, our friend Jay up in Erie County, Pennsylvania. What's up, Jay? Hey, how you doing? We're doing great up here. Yeah, we don't have children. So, well, we do have children. We don't have aged, school aged children as of yet. So, yeah, we have it. The scenario is all the same, schedule's the right. same. But you still you deal with kids. You, you're dealing with kids oh, because yeah. you're working in a, yeah, you're, you're working in a school district up there. Like 1,200 children. Yeah. So, oh, give so it indirectly, I have 1,200 children. <laughs> so how's it going up there? Oh, well, we, uh, like everybody else, Things are just different. Every place is going to be a little bit different. Ours went with kindergarten, first and second grade, stay in the elementary school. Third and fourth grade got moved into the high school for social distancing. And then (laughs) fifth and sixth stayed in the middle school. And then seventh through twelfth is cyber from home. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So they kind of prioritized the younger kids for the in-person. Yeah. They're going to be able to hold it up doing the online as well. And I think that was their, they can't follow instructions as well without being shown things as easily or also family could have somewhat to do with it as far as guidance. They also can't be home alone, which a lot of the kids in high school. Yeah. (laughs) Really? I've been doing this all wrong. Always alive when I get back. (laughs) So far. That, that's an interesting twist, though, because I, we've seen kind of like the one that seems to be the most common, the one they're doing in our district that, that we've somehow dodged. We'll get into that uh, is doing like the two kids, you know, your, your, your kids are in the in the school for two days and then they're at home uh, doing it online for two days. Yeah, our kids are different. Well. We work we work the system, basically. And our yes. kids are in school five days a week. Nice. Yes. So every other every parent who's going to listen to this podcast now is going to hear. Our children are going to school five days a week, and I feel relish it. <laughs> I I feel guilty. I have guilt, um, but I don't feel bad. I don't. I feel guilty. I don't feel bad. Um, I feel great whenever they're at school. Um, but uh, anyway, um, Chris, Chris and Elena, what, what's what's the situation for you guys up in New York? Well, New York. As a whole, everyone has different scenarios. Um, in New York State, we have to have six feet and masks. I don't know if it's the same as Pennsylvania. Yes, in our district, so, we're following that. Yeah, yeah. So each district kind of did their own, you know, idea of that. 
the private schools have more space in the buildings and they can cut off uh, numbers. So they're allowed, they're there five days a week, most of the private schools here. And our district decided to really bungle it and we made CNN. Yeah. Good. So, you know, that was us. <laughs> well, and what it came down to is some, I think some school districts do hybrid, which means two days in and two days not. Some schools do five days, some do all remote. It's kind of a mixed bag. Once in a while. So you have hybrid and you have remote. Now what they did was they try to do the, what I call hyper hybrid, which means you want to go to school, go for it. You want full remote, go for it. Oh, by the way, we have 10,000 students. It's a big district. It's a big district. And when they tried to do that, they found out they couldn't do both. Calamity happened. And and what ended up happening is we all ended up remote. Well, we didn't all end up remote. This K to to four are still hybrid so, and also so two of us are hybrid so k to four um in williamsville is uh two days hybrid so it's based on the alphabet two days in school half a day wednesday mm-hmm. online with everybody and then the other group goes in thursday friday that's what the middle schoolers were doing for the first two days of school so they got a taste of and it. then they decided that they didn't have enough teachers the Friday before Labor Day. And so they ended up yeah. telling all the online remote only kids, hey, by the way, there's no start date for you. We don't know when you're going to start being educated. <laughs> but, okay. So, so, the, the point that, so the protests point, happened. Yeah, no, the, and, and, and the superintendent got put on administrative leave. I mean, it's just a whole thing. They so, put the uh, superintendent on administrative leave? They put the superintendent mm-hmm. on administrative leave. Yeah. Isn't that when, I, like in Star Trek, when they like the captain leaves somebody else in charge? You're yeah. in charge. And then, <laughs> sort of, except the instead of them going down to the planet to rescue him. him to his quarters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just kick them off the ship. I want to say the important part, which is there is enough teachers to teach hybrid or remote, just not to do both. So some of the school districts here are getting away with by having like hybrid kids and then having all the online kids assigned to a teacher and then they have to either videotape themselves for synchronous learning or they have to provide instruction for those other kids but we decided we're going to have just online only teachers Mm -hmm. that are separate from the teachers that we already have and obviously that's like twice as many teachers that in the middle school and high school so when they rolled Mm -hmm. out the plan and the online people couldn't start Two days after, like our kids had each group gone one day that night, they said, Hey guys, you're not going in person anymore. Yeah, everyone's remote. So now fifth it's, through 12th grade is remote while they figure it out. And it's been really <laughs> stressful on the kids, quite honestly, to do it has been. live video Zoom chats six hours a day. It's like, like it's a carry on, like it's a normal day except you're sitting in your chair. And there's no the real break. Like in between classes, they get off one meeting, they join another meeting, they get off that meeting, they join. It's pretty, it's rough. And they have homework too. So right now we're dealing with mm. the stress of it right now. It's been a little stressful is the point of it. Yeah. So, but anyway. Yeah. So it's not working like it. It's not working like a typical school year, even when they're at home. Yeah. Like as far as like getting the homework done on top of doing all the Zoom meetings and stuff like that. No, I mean, no. I mean, it's obviously not going to be typical no matter what format you pick this year. You're going to be different. It's just a different year, you know, and things may be better in some ways and they may be worse in other ways. And right now we're battling the too many hours in front of the screen. (laughs) It's exhausting. I could even end up with headaches. Figure it out. You get health issues from that. 
Yeah, there yeah. is. There is. I'm sure that's going to come up at some point. Yeah, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it, but at some point, some group of parents will realize that it's probably not good for the kids to be sitting staring at the screen for six well, hours a day, and then we're going to have to find a zillion of you know the of the of the lenses that block the uh, the blue blockers. The blue light. To, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, for, you know, for every you, kid you in the district. In the you go to the pediatrician, you have to like fill out that waiver of like the things that you may or may not follow, but you feel guilty. So you're like, mm, yeah, we drink one percent milk, and you know, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of those is um, my kid watch it is like two hours or less of screens a day. I'm like, there's literally nobody right now that can see that. Say that yeah. exactly. Yeah, if you are. You're not doing your work, and you're. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why aren't you in the front of the screen for six hours? So. Yeah. I realize that you reminded me we have an option at our school, which is that if you don't want to be there because you're afraid or you have family members at home that might be, uh, you know, could get sick or it'd be if they got COVID, it'd be very effective. Like, they get yeah. sick. Anyways, right. the, um, so they do have the option at our school that you do cyber, even though live is an option. You can just choose to log out. Now, after a short period of time of parents trying to deal with how the over or the cyber over network learning is going. A lot of parents called up the school and like, I want to re-enroll my children. Yeah. And like, I feel like there, there were something like 1300 kids in our district that were enrolled for online only. And I have a feeling if they were like, no hybrids are only option or, or you had to do synchronous. I have a feeling that number greatly decreased. You know, yeah. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. would what's going on right now, but what, how are, do you know, Jason, how they're dealing with the online kids? Are they just watching like a live video feed? Uh, no, it is not a live video feed. What they do is they just have the regular ske- class schedule that they would follow. Uh, and then the teacher is supposed to connect with them. Now I did talk to one teacher and a problem occurs is that uh, software network speed. Yeah. Um, the one particular teacher I talked to had an older computer and it, was supposed to work, mm-hmm. but not until that teacher got their hands on it, went to do live, uh, and they're not even Zoom meetings. They bought into a particular learning platform software. Oh. So it's not Zoom. It's yeah. specifically uh, a teaching software where you can share sure. screens, see all the views like you would on Zoom, but uh, slightly more advanced. And then you can click on side private meetings when you want one-on-one with the teacher. But what happened is the teacher said, at the scheduled time, trying to communicate, nobody can hear her. <laughs> and then she found out, wait, she did something else. And then they could hear her. She couldn't hear anybody if they had a question. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the only way it would work is if one of the kids directly private called her, then she could talk one-on-one, but she couldn't initiate a private conversation back to them. And so oh, it was a matter man. of getting a new computer. So I'm, I'm sure that is across the board. <laughs> Because when you sign up as a gym teacher, maybe tech wasn't your deal. And <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, how do you do your physical assignments? And she said, well, I've got this great idea. What we're going to do is you submit a video. Um, we're looking for you to do this kind of activity. You submit a video of that, you doing that activity, and maybe we'll forward that on to the other students so they can get an idea. And one girl's like, I'm not okay with other people looking at me exercising or having video this kid in my class, the creepy boy, has got but they're gonna put on a cute girl doing exercises. Yeah. Like, no, mm-hmm. no, this isn't going down. I don't... Mm-hmm. Now, we did run into one situation, and we 
I'd heard somebody talk about it before it actually happened. And it was a matter of a parent seeing the education going on and not liking the material yeah. because it was personally, they felt it was too liberal or they felt yes. it was, um, yeah. So there was, there's been some of that, but it goes both directions because that's where yeah. country is. You get somebody sure. too conservative or too liberal or sure. you're teaching that particular perspective. And I think the teacher's wrong. Well, you weren't there. To, you wouldn't be there in the classroom exactly. to hear that or not. I've never seen parents more involved in my life than they are right now in education. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Before for, they're like, you're there for six hours. I could care less what's going on. Maybe I'll make a parent teacher conference. I don't know if I feel like it and it doesn't get in the way of my yeah. schedule. And now they're like, well, I don't, I don't like what you said there in that classroom that one time. And, and well, I don't think you should be teaching these topics. And I'm an expert on how you should format your, yeah. your school now. Before it was, make sure you know at least 90% of what that person is saying. And now it's, I don't believe with 90% of what they're saying. Yeah. I love the, um, the little anecdotes that have been coming around about like the parents like swearing in the background of their kids' Zoom meeting while they have the microphone open and stuff like that. Or just like, you know, just, just like complaining about the teacher from the other room and the teacher can hear them like yelling from the kitchen. You know, what teacher doesn't know what you're talking about? Did you, uh, yeah, so it's kind of. Did you see that video of that one mom who like had walked out of the shower into her into her third grade child's Zoom classroom because they <laughs> somehow walked into the bedroom and she's just laughing. She's like, I thought I people made this up. And she's yeah. Um, yeah. So everything that all the mishaps that happened when all the when all the working adults had to switch to their Zoom meetings and whatnot, now it's happening with the children. So we mm. get no experience at all over again. And I was just and speaking of like bungled and technology gaps. And since Jay's so involved in a, a, an actual school district himself, I was going to use this as a jumping off point for kind of like just to ask Jay real quick, you know, how he's how they were how the folks in his district are working to kind of bridge that gap because down yes. here in Pittsburgh with the Pittsburgh public schools, they ran into a situation where they came up short on devices for the kids, like 6,000 laptops short they came up on. Yeah. Uh, and this was all after like the superintendent had gone on the record of saying, we are ready to go. We were going to have all the devices. We're going to hand them all out. Good. No problem. No problem. Uh, they put and on now they've got a problem. <laughs> well, they had the, they had to postpone the start of the school year for a week. Um, oh. We're going to have to drag Doug in here that, in, in a week or so and, and get him to tell the tale. Because uh, his, uh, why were his kids in the uh, private school? Anyway, point being. His kids are private. Kids are private. Why am I even thinking? Anyway, he lives in the city. Um, so I, I guess the question for you, Jay, is kind of like how, um, what kind of situations have you run into as far as when it comes to like devices and internet speeds? Because you were definitely alluding to it there for a second. And just kind of, how are you how how is your district kind of trying to, you know, I don't want to say like drag those households up to keep the pace, but yeah, that's kind of the situation, right? Well, I had said previously we had talked in another podcast back and they actually continued to follow through with that. They gave Verizon hotspots to all the kids. Uh, Verizon is the only carrier that covers our rural area. Bring out, uh, we have, 
a very large physical footprint as far as the school district goes with a lot of gaps in between. And, uh, and with that, I think a lot of people think that, oh, we're in the rural area is less money, but for some reason we actually have quite the wealthy level of income, but it's spread over an area and there just isn't uh, the technological provisions spread out there because of the population density. So Verizon out of cell phones right on our campus is the really the only one that has full coverage. Uh, so there's definitely no cable runs on a lot of these places. So they gave out Verizon hotspots. They covered it as best they could. And everybody got a laptop preloaded with the software. Uh, mm -hmm. There was some glitches from the different providers as far as secure logins. I know that was an issue. Uh, and it was like, then they keep sending out emails like, hey, I know we had a lot of help desk call in questions about how things work. This is actually not us, it's the providers of the software. I'm sorry about this. So there was like a day and a half of that uh, calamity. But <laughs> I don't, I haven't heard anything like, oh, it's horrible. I mean, everybody's trying, but I think I was, I kidded early about truancy. You, if you're not in front of the screen that long, you'll end up with, like, you're, you're truant for class, but really, I don't think there's a way of them being too accountable or being, what do they do if kids don't sit in for all these things? They like, well, my internet connection wasn't working. Yeah. I didn't click on anything and turn any accountable things in. I, I, I know at the end of the year, what they did is they just took grades up until a certain part of the year, threw the rest of them away when they went to cyber and said, if you were half, if you were passing halfway through, then you pass. Yeah, that's really. It's going to be like the new dog ate my homework, right? The uh, the internet connection went down. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hey. Was that? Yeah, we're breaking up. <laughs> I, have, I have a friend who posts right, uh, like on Facebook and one of our and one of our school district groups was like, my my son has been, has had difficulty getting into two of his Zoom sessions. I'm not 100 percent certain that he's actually having difficulty, but but I can't confirm either right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, honesty is always the best. <laughs> I don't know what my kid's doing up there, but. Doesn't appear to be learning. It's funny um, for both our middle schoolers, they don't like people coming into the room, even if you're not on camera. They're just like, like come on, stay. dude. Like we're not, you're not, we're not going to pop onto your camera Zoom session and embarrass you in front of the, your friends. Like, hi, who's all your little friends? On? I mean, we totally although you absolutely like, should. That should happen. <laughs> just yell from the other side of the door. Hey, Pookie, my little <laughs> butter butt. What are you doing? <laughs> Actually, Elena's caught me twice running up the stairs where the kids have their He's like singing sessions. at the top of his lungs. There's some good songs. It's like Led Zeppelin or I'm something. I'm like, God, they're in class. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm like that's that's payback because I'm on a lot of sessions because I work from home. So now they know. <laughs> we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Hey, stop talking. We have a Zoom session going. <laughs> it's a very serious professional thing going on. Here. Payback, um, anyway. Payback. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Uh, on to a much lighter topic. Um it may seem like too soon to talk about this to some people, but here in our household where we have a child who is totally into Halloween, um, all the decorations are out. So, and the yard is decorated. Like it's, it's, it's on, it's the middle of September. As it should be. And, 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 it, and it's time to get ready for Halloween. Uh, and I've uh, seen some uh, folks kind of, well, obviously there's a lot of discussion about what are we supposed to do for trick or treating? Um, 
now I'll, I'll kind of open this up to uh, you guys, but I'm going to see if Sorgi can, uh, can maybe grab this one uh, article that I sent around. There's a um, fella in, I can't tell if he's telling me to wrap oh, it up oh, or get oh, ready to go. Oh, he's all ready. Uh, th- yeah, this is out of Ohio. So basically, it, it, this is just a solution to the social distance, distancing thing that we all have to do while you're trick-or-treating. And basically, uh, there's a homeowner in Ohio who just kind of looked, just took a giant, you know, easily longer than six feet long uh, thing of PVC pipe, decorated it, strapped it to his uh, handrail on, on the on the front steps of his house. And basically, the kids come up to the to the sidewalk mm-hmm. on the street level, and you just kind of like, you know, like like when you go to the bank. And you put the money in the thing, and it goes uh, up the tube. And you just the other thing, you know, you just send the candy bar straight down the straight genius. down the tube. For the kids. Genius! That, that gives That's me so many good ideas. I know. <laughs> it was already like I have PVC pipe. Um, Nobody comes to my house out here, and even on a good year, there's like I have uh, a whole bag of candy for myself. Nobody. Shows yeah, it, it's like you need like a catapult or something. Like you could just like hey, come anywhere near my house, and start just shooting it at you. <laughs> but it, the tube you're talking about because you, you showed it, it it was pretty well decorated it had some lights and a little ghost at the bottom of it it was really well thought out yeah oh yeah if you could make it gross for the season that'd be great just put like a rubber mask with their scary face and then stretch its mouth over the tube so it really looks <laughs> so it comes, in an extra bit so the candy a- bar comes like flying out of its mouth you know like yeah, yeah. that sounds great too. mic and speaker amplification system <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. And you could interact with them and talk to them, and then get that get some speed in that pipe so it sprays them. I don't know. There's really no better time for like a mask policy on Halloween. I mean, it just seems like it's made meant to be. All these years you couldn't wear a mask in school, now you have to. We had a rough couple of weeks with school being up and down, but the only good news, one of the main good news that we we saw this week was an article and it's it's Cuomo and he says Cuomo says he will not ban trick or treating this halloween in New York state and we're like yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> kids need to get out yeah it's, I, been, it's been on our minds we didn't know we didn't know what was going to happen well there's still time yeah <laughs> it's true i like maybe i'm being naive but i don't see any I, I don't see any way that we can't make trick or treating happen as long as we don't take just a minimum set of precautions. And mm-hmm. to me, like, I'm like this could be so easy. I'm like, this is literally the perfect year for leave the bowl out on the front porch, yes, and just stay inside. Okay. And if you want to like jump out, you know, you know, the door, scare the kids from inside the window, then that's fine. But like, otherwise, you don't you don't need to have any contact with these trick or treaters are moving around your neighborhood. And exactly like where the, you can wear your mask under your mask, under your mask, whatever. Um, but there are communities already that are kind of like, nah, we're not going to do trick or treating. But like, to me, like this is, I mean, we can do this. That That's yeah. kind of my, like my bottom line on this. We, can do this. we are, we are I, clever I, parents and, and we, people, can we can do this. We can do trick or treating. So every year there's always a trendy costume that goes with the scariest or the most popular story in the news. And they always somehow manipulate that into a costume. So what does the COVID-19 costume look like? Hmm. Is it it just a mask? Oh, I have an idea. It's a strange grocery store standing too close to you. Maybe that's When you look at those pictures. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, maybe you have two people <laughs> right next to you on either side. She's like socially distanced. Not Just, or like the, your big ball of COVID. You know the yeah. little picture of COVID looks all little cute, little spikes on it? You're just sitting oh, yeah. around with COVID. <laughs> Yeah, you just go around with a shopping cart. Little helium balloons of COVID around you. Yeah. <laughs> Floating around. That's great. This is good stuff. Somebody call what was it? Spirit store right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got it. We'll get we're going to have to clear out this. Balloon. We're going to need you to clear out your second aisle of Fortnite costumes because we've got an idea for yeah, the uh, COVID. COVID. Yeah. I was... I, I just recently someone told me that they had one of those dog cones. Yeah. Right. And they they had a dog costume as well. And so they went as a neutered dog one time. Oh my God. That's classic. That's good. I I, I think we need to get to I think we need to get somebody out there dressed as a laptop in the middle of a uh online meeting oh, yeah. or something like that. That needs to I'm a cyber school kid. Yeah, I'm a cyber schooler kid. <laughs> Just run a video on a laptop. And then you could walk around as a teacher and then hold the screen with some one of your students, like <laughs> trick or treat. Uh, and just have, have like the suit on the screen. Have like yeah. a suit and tie, you know, from the waist up and the bottom, just be like, you know, whatever. Just gym Pajama shorts. pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gym shorts and Crocs on the for the bottom half. And the classic yeah, go. Uh, 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 yes. 2020 teacher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> suit on top. Crocs or pants on the bottom. This year, 2020 teacher. Yeah. There's a joke in there about 2020. Then you'd be showing off your bottom. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like the 2020. Mm. All right. I don't know. I have to make that work. <laughs> I don't try to pass up a good pun. As you should. So, Dominic wants to pull a prank on one of his Zoom meetings where he goes and abducts one of his friends while they're in the middle of their Zoom. Oh, oh my god. Did you tell him not to do that? It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. <laughs> I said you need to make sure that however you do it, if you choose to do something like that, that the teacher knows so the cops aren't called. Because <laughs> like, I could totally see that happening. That anyone needs. <laughs> I just yeah. saw one of the uh, the uh, guys from Jackass was doing it. He was talking about the things he's done in his life, and they <laughs> did that to Brad Pitt while uh, he was standing out somewhere. Oh! And, but they called the cops ahead in time and said, hey, we're going to do a movie, and we're going <coughs> to kidnap Brad Pitt, so please ignore all the calls that you get from the Chinese whatever theater. Yes, he is being abducted, but don't respond. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. And they truly did actually because he's not a big guy. Brad Pitt's a little guy. They just sure. jumped in, grabbed him, drug him into a unmarked van, and people oh, just started calling in. There's video of it like, somebody just nabbed grab Brad Pitt right off the street in front of us. I have I've seen that clip. I'm gonna have to see if I can dig it up for the for the show notes because I it is like it is funny, like just like a just like you would envision it like out of a movie, just like white van pulled up, doors open, next thing you know, oh, Brad Pitt's yeah. getting shoved into it and they just, Screech yeah. off, and then like they just turn the camera to the people standing there, just like, <laughs> so just good. Got yeah. <laughs> Sounds it like something. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you guys caught this on the um, uh, on the listen to your parents Facebook group. Uh, I posted a picture of a very large haul of Capri Suns that we had. 
um, five days ago. Oh, I six, did see that. six boxes of Capri Suns. Okay. Wow. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, how many pounds for a box? Like Twenty bucks. Twenty per box. Your okay. kids are in school. How did that happen, Cuz? Huh? Who's drinking oh, those Capri Suns? I believe well, the question was how long would it last? How long would it last? Wait, I gotta see how, how many pouches are in the Capri Sun box here. I think it's 20. Uh, I, I, I don't 10? think it's 20. I think it's 10. Here, Vamp, hang on, hang on, Vamp. Okay. Unless it's Sam's. <laughs> Maybe they got some 20 thing going on. I don't think it's 20. I mean, unless they went to like Sam's Club and they had like some crazy. Well, that's what I meant. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a good thing I don't throw anything away. All right, here we go. We got All right, 10 pouches. Sorry, right, you got 10 pouches. Six boxes. All right, sixty Capri Suns. All right, 60. all right. So five days ago, we had these uh, divided Capri by Suns. two. Yeah. So or is it divided by three because four. you're the third kid? <laughs> no, I, I don't consume it because I mean this was typically, typically as all parents would do. I I would steal a Capri Sun every once in a while, you know, you know but for I when I'm taking my pills. Juicy like Japan. The only thing I steal. Yeah, you know, Pacific Cooler Capri Sun. You're not really allowed to drive after that, so I understand why you would refrain. Um, <laughs> so you get your sixty pouches. All right. So five days ago, we had six boxes and sixty pouches, and then this morning, as of like before they went to school this morning, they were gone. So in a day, cause math five, day. five days, five days. Twelve Five a day divided by two would be six a day for each kid. Yeah, that's yeah. not unreasonable. Just that yeah. period of that's like that one every time. Six mm. a day, one every well, two waking hours. Well, think of it this way too. Now they're going to go several days without having any Capri Sun, so kind of balances out, right? Withdrawal. Yeah. I think you're going to have a withdrawal. What's going to happen to them? <laughs> got to work on the Capri. <laughs> My kids, you know, they're always complaining that we never have any juice in the house. That That is like a constant complaint. It's not that I don't buy it. It's I bought cider three days ago. It's gone. A gallon of cider is gone. I buy like Capri Suns. They're gone. I, I mean, enjoy them while they're here because you're going to consume them faster than I can replenish. It's just how it is. <laughs> yes. One of those items that just it disappears as fast as you can get it into the house, like a gallon of milk for us. But just. Yeah. Gone. We went we went through a big phase. I don't know if anybody has this niche thing that their family has decided they're gonna eat a whole bunch of because we yes. ours was fig bars or is still it's tapering mm -hmm. down, but we have had three solid years of continuous like, flow of fig bars. Fig Newton. Uh they're these individually wrapped nutritional fig bars. They're just like are you trying to say that your family's weakness is some nutritional valued item while we're talking about how much sugar? I've got to correct you. You win. You're better than us. My kids wake up and eat six ounces of apple juice off to start their day. But don't worry about that. Grapes and everything else. No, what I meant is that. But that's kind of like a niche thing. I mean, oh, yeah. fig bars, who does? But if you watch, if you ever watched uh, the show, How It's Made, they go over how they make fig bars. And I remember looking at that going, wow, there's more sugar in a fig bar than there is in like a Snickers. Well, you mm. know, it takes a lot to make <laughs> a fig taste good. To make it taste good, right? So that reminded me that I heard that there was a, a video that leaks on how um, Chick-fil-A, they make their own lemonade. And uh, there was a video that went out that um, showed how they're pouring in this real sugar to make their lemonade. 
Well, they're not using corn syrup, you know, and you can just literally just see this vat of lemons and then just like a whole bunch of sugar. It turns out the amount of sugar that they put in is less than like the average lemonade. But because you see this visual picture, like, of this, like all right, you're just like, wow, how much sugar am I drinking? It's like, I better just grab myself a Pepsi <laughs> and a Snickers because I can't drink that lemonade. But like their sales actually took a hit because of uh, people seeing it actually being made. That's crazy. I did listen to a nutritionalist one time talking about breakfast cereals and that if you look up how much sugar was in sweet breakfast cereals, they said it would be better to hand a kid a semi-nutritious breakfast cereal and set a bowl of sugar in and say, put in as much as you want. Because they, <laughs> they would never scoop up so much to match how much was in the original. I agree. I mean, cereal. we have sugar cereal all over our house because one day I was just like, oh, curiosity's sake. What is like Rice Krispies or Cheerios, plain Cheerios versus like Frosted Flakes or something? I'm like, it's like 10 calories and like not that much sugar. Yeah, it's just eat whatever you want. Just take one. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The <clears throat> chocolate checks, all they do is they add the cocoa flavor, but I think it has less sugar than a lot of them. Yeah. Oh, tasty. Yeah. We got all the sugar cereals. Oh my gosh, it's a breakfast right. buffet in there. I'm just going to bring them in right now. It's going to be like. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> this actually, I don't know if you have this in Erie or in Pittsburgh. We have it in Buffalo, but we like niche restaurant things oh. here. It's like our thing. We go crazy for it. And like then they wander. That's all, we have, is, all we have is our food. We don't but. have champion teams <laughs> like other places. <laughs> okay, Super Bowl we, this year. We Super don't have Bowl. beaches and the sun. All we have is our food. But there's this there's this restaurant opening up in the city, and it's just <laughs> cereal. Yeah, I've heard of this. <laughs> uh, it's got like, I don't know, on any given day, at maybe. least 70, something like that, 70 different brands of cereal you can have. I don't know. We also have, I mean, General Mills is here, so. No, is that the name of it? General yeah. Mills? Yeah. General Mills factory is here. So if you go downtown, you smell Cheerios in the in the air sometimes if they're making it. So <laughs> it reminds me of the opposite of that, which is the town below us is Meadville. And they have a dog food factory in the does not smell good. No. Wait, is it wet or dry? There's a difference. <laughs> it's Rachel Ray's delish or whatever it is. A new trash. Trash. Okay, new trash. All right, yeah. Still, yeah. still a strong. Today's episode brought to you by today's uh, You know what? I, I love it. I love it. Like, like kids here, crates of Capri Suns and sugary cereal. But you know what? The dog, the dog's getting new trash. That's what the dog's get. The healthy stuff. You're gonna eat right, like you have your own TV show. Here you go. You're gonna these. eat right, while the rest of us eat junk food. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds not fun. Perfect. <laughs> I guess that's why he's always begging for food. I don't know how your dog does, but our dog keeps begging for food. Clearly she someone's giving food. it to him. She mm. doesn't beg for food. That's actually really irritating about our dog. She, We, we ha have always had food out for her, so she doesn't have meal times. It's not like she's eating at specific times. But her bowl will roll, run out, and she won't, she won't ask for anything. But then all of a sudden, like, You'll notice her snitching food off the counter or something. You're like, what? What is wrong with you, dog? And then you'll see her food bowl is empty. You're like, come on. Just tell me you need food. Stop stealing mine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I agree. I have what a does Gilbert cat. do when he begs? Does he just bark? <laughs> uh, him? I have a cat that goes rampaging because of oh, yeah? food. Yeah. But then again, 
if there is food, then they only half True. use use up one of their lives to try to get something off my plate. <laughs> no, I mean, if our dog wants food, he doesn't, he doesn't bark at us. He will just sit there and he just stares at you. Oh. Like, like, are you going to... I have become accustomed to the children giving me at least a piece of cheese, just a tiny piece. So... <laughs> So you like, have a passive aggressive dog personality. Yeah, he's just time. yeah, he's just like so like <laughs> come on, like give me some food. Please, please, can I have a cheese thing? I'm thinking like, you know, giving her other things like treats and stuff like that. She starts she's pretty good most of the time, then she starts sniffing around. And I thought, well, we should start giving her stuff. And I don't want to give her stuff out of my hand because our last time we did that. Now whenever I'm eating food, she goes, you know, the old the previous time we just go that looks good. And she just stares at me like, yeah, it is good. I am eating my food. And like, <laughs> so now if I'm, if I'm going to give her a treat, so I'll, Sam, let's just put it right in her bowl. Like you yeah. get your food in your bowl. It's not coming from anybody. It just kind of appears there. You know, <laughs> we're on the floor. If you want to go in the yeah. kitchen and clean up after we're yeah, like, Oops, fine. there's the chicken. It's <laughs> on the floor. But um, I'm thinking like, what types of foods are we comfortable giving her like as treats? Probably like apples. She loves apples. You know, and our, fruits like that. Fruits, yeah. It's yeah. funny because our other dog. Um, so you eat, your dog like... eats fruits and you trish and uh, doesn't <laughs> have a, is it a vegan <laughs> diet. That's right. That's right. It probably a shiny, shiny coat. Yeah, and, and she gets groomed and her hair cut like every week. No, she doesn't. But <laughs> and the kids dress themselves. So. <laughs> So our other dog did not like bananas. And if you ever tried to feed her a banana, she would not only not eat it, <laughs> but she'd slam it on the ground she'd with her like, hand. No. She'd be like smashed <laughs> <laughs> on the ground. Me and that dog have something in common. Me and bananas <laughs> are the same way, but it's not polite to smash other people's food. <laughs> Apparently, you can get away with it if you live in our house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Our, our our dog loves bananas. He'll that's definitely one. Of, and one of the things we actually give him too. So, sorry, oh, Jay. That's all right. Um, My family knows not to eat bananas around me. That's good. Very considerate of them. So, and then my coworkers mess with me all the time. Of course. <laughs> Is right. it a preference or an allergy? Uh, it's an internal psychological allergy. Somebody back in elementary school was like eating with their mouth open and going, rah, rah, rah. and I remember, I remember as a kid, <laughs> did I just look like I threw up a little in my mouth? That's so funny. Uh, look, I think, I think that's what happened. Like, I think somebody opened their mouth and was showing me the banana in their mouth. Cause I, when I was five, I remember being five and like, eating banana like after food? That was it a whole food, do you yeah. like food thing? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. And I was like socially nervous and I threw up on myself and then I had to go to the nurse's office and get fresh clothes. And from oh, that no. on, the oh, smell no. of a banana starts to make me socially nervous. Oh, <laughs> um, man. It's sweaty. So actually it was a yesterday morning. I walked into the break room and my like morning stomach, which is like, my day is not yet started. And there's too many people in a small room to begin with because of the COVID situation. So I'm holding my breath. And then one guy's got a banana. I was like, I'm not allowed to inhale until I leave this room. <laughs> I am 45 years old and I can't breathe around a banana someday. <laughs> wow. You know, we all, we all got to make our adjustments. So it's, it's okay. Groceries. I'll pick them up at the grocery store. 
I am never going to peel the top down since I was I got 40 years of not peeling the top down on banana. And yeah. it's Sorry for your wife, man. I'm not going to do it. No. That's I banana. Will fight a bear. <laughs> yeah, fight a bear. <laughs> I will, I will not open this banana. Hungry <laughs> for the pile of bananas yeah. next to me. So that's what Meatloaf was singing about in that song. What? But I won't do that. That's <laughs> your won't do that thing. Yep. All right. I am going to wrap things up. But first, I must ask all of you to uh, share some words of encouragement or inspiration for uh, the people who are listening. And Jay, as good as the banana thing is, uh, is there anything else you want to share that might uh, help some uh, listener getting through these uh, times that we're in? Um, I'm sorry. You need to give us a little warning on this. I would oh, say that okay, inspiration for me comes as a slow wall, a force. Um, if you just want to give if you just want to give encouragement, you can just do encouragement. Yeah. That works great because I've seen a lot of encouraged children as of late around because whatever we as adults worry about all these details, the children will still be okay. Things that happen on a different different thing on the day. They just look at it as like, oh, that's something different. And they don't care. They are not stuck in some rhythm like we are, some system of that keeps us comfortable. They like when it's changed and all this stuff doesn't bother them like it bothers us. Mm-hmm. They will be fine. So I, I, I love that advice. And I'd like to piggyback off of it and say what they do pick up on is the stress that you hold inside of you. So if you have a lot of that, you can bring that home to them. So as much as you want to make a good world for them and fight for them against everything else that might be happening, know that you're also bringing that home to them. And sometimes it's better to just kind of, you know, disconnect a little bit from that as well. I don't know. Try to try to be there for your kids. I know that's what you work hard to do a lot of the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> I guess keep in mind that, uh, that it's all temporary. I mean, temporary might be in a year. It might be two. It, it might be a week. You never know, but it's not, it's not always going to be like this. So hold on to that and just get through one day at a time and put on a smile and make it through because we're all going to make it out the other end. <laughs> In one form or another. Yeah. And I'll, right. I'll circle back to kind of what you're telling Jen and I at the beginning of the show, Elena, just telling us to just with our two kids in school, five days a week, incredibly, just don't <laughs> just hold on to that. Just enjoy that. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm trying to. So just enjoy it and savor it, whether your kids are in school two days a week, five days a week, one day a week. Enjoy it because, believe me, it could be snatched away in a heartbeat. And, and we'll be right back to where we sure were. Can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Actually, yeah, can. Yeah. So, just keep yourself fun, in the... Can we add hmm? a fun fact? Sure. Chris always takes off the, the first school day <laughs> every year. We have champagne in the driveway and drink until we take a nap and then the kids come home. Like that's, that's our Tuesday after Labor Day plan. And we thought we weren't going to have that this year. And it's the first year Josephine's going off to kindergarten. And so it was like our first year that it was going to happen. And it did. And it did. (laughs) And then we realized we have only one more day, one more school day because our plans changed. So I made him take another day off of work and we celebrated our last day. <laughs> we already celebrated the first and last day of all the kids going to school. So. Oh, we definitely yeah. earned it. There's no doubt. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Jay. 
Good to, see to get back on here sooner rather than later. Cousin Elena, thank you again. Thank you for all of you. Thank you, Sorg, for pushing the buttons. Um, Sorgatron Media, and check us out on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're there looking out for you. Hang in there, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.